You're listening to Threads of Grace Bible Study, brought to you by Woven, the ladies' ministry of Calvary Chapel, Miami. Today's episode is the first session in the 2022 Ladies' Seminar. We invite you to open your Bible as we join Amanda. Please turn in your Bibles to 1 Thessalonians chapter 2. Like Alicia said, my name is Amanda Vasquez. I am Zach's wife, which I guess makes me the senior pastor's wife. And it's my first time, like Alicia said, getting to share with you ladies. And she just asked me to, you know, share from my heart. And, you know, when Zach took over in 2020, you know, the Lord did it in such a natural, supernatural way. You know, as I look out to you, and uh, I don't ever really think of myself as senior pastor's wife. We're sisters. So many of you are like moms to me, sisters, little sisters, I guess, at the age of 31, almost like daughters to me as well. And as I've been able to grow in this church and in this place, it's just been so humbling to, to see the Lord work. But in 1 Thessalonians chapter 2, I'm going to read from verse 13 and then to verse 19. It says, For this reason... We also thank God without ceasing, because when you received the word of God, which you heard from us, you welcomed it, not as the word of men, but as it is in truth, the word of God, which also effectively works in us who believe. And then I'm going to jump down to verse 19, which was in um, the pamphlet that you got, the first page. It says, for what is our hope or joy or crown of rejoicing. Is it not even you in the presence of our Lord Jesus Christ at his coming? For you are our glory and our joy. And so as I get the question sometimes as what's it like now? How is it different? What is it like to, to be senior pastor's wife? Which really, I'm just, I'm just Zach's wife and he happens to now be in this role. The only word that comes to mind is humbling. To first off, see my husband administer the word of God week in, week out, to see him studying and studying again and studying some more and going over his notes and to see the Holy Spirit just come upon him. It's so humbling to see the Lord using him. It's even more humbling, like verse 13 says, to watch you all receive it as from the Lord and to grow from it. It's incredible. Again, if you look at verse 13, it says, we thank God without ceasing because when you received the word of God, which you heard, you welcomed it not as the word of men. And so as the transition happened, whether it was Raz at this pulpit or now Zach at this pulpit, family, you have received the word of God. It is evident in the fruit of your lives. It is evident in, in as, as we walk as a church. And so I'm just humbled at that, that you're receiving the word of God, that you are growing in your walks with the Lord. And so it's just humbling. It's humbling to be here before you. I, when Zach asked me to marry him, he asked me two questions. He said, will you marry me? And will you share ministry with me? And I didn't ever know what that would look like, but I, we knew that we had this path. And so it's been almost 11 years that we've been married, two that he's been as, as um, the role of senior pastor. And it's just been incredible to watch. I can honestly say coming to service Every week is exciting. It's exciting to see the pews, not the pews, the chairs um, filled. It's exciting to go to young adults and to see what the Lord is doing in the youth group. And we are just so honored and privileged to serve you, to serve alongside of you, to be a part of what God is doing here. 
this is just a piece of the bride of Christ, but in my opinion, not just because of your outward appearance, this is the most beautiful piece in my heart and in my mind, just to see you ladies, to see the Lord working in you. And this verse, verse 20, you are our glory and our joy. That's what I wanted to share with you ladies, that the privilege of being here, the privilege of seeing Zach, all of it is to see your face, to see you grow in the Lord. And I love verse 19, how it says, in the presence of our Lord Jesus Christ that is coming. So Paul is picturing being in heaven, Jesus Christ coming back in glory, seeing him, but then also seeing the church of the Thessalonians. And I think to be next to each other as sisters, as daughters in Christ, that is our crown, that is our joy. You know, and that feeling, especially those of you moms, that, that swell in your heart, that joy that you see, you know, when you see your child make a good decision or you see your child um, stand up for what is right, be brave, right? Our crown and our joy is you, but then I think about Jesus. I think about how much he loves you, so much more than Zach and I ever could. And just as Paul shared that, we are reminded that we are his joy, even more so than the joy that we get coming together, sharing with one another. Jesus reminds us that we are his joy. We are his crown of rejoicing. We were in service last week and we were singing and I was just asking the Lord, Lord, what do you want me to share with these ladies? What is it that is on your heart? Not even just what's on my heart. Lord, what's on your heart? And we were singing these lyrics, and I want to read them to you. It says, I want to sit at your feet, drink from the cup in your hand, lay back against you and breathe, feel your heartbeat. This love is so deep. It's more than I can stand. And at that moment, I really sense the Lord put on my heart, make sure my daughters know how much I love them. And this weekend is going to be an incredible time. But for tonight, my heart beat, my heart, and I believe the Lord's heart, is that you would know how much your Father loves you. Please turn with me to Hebrews 12, chapter 2, as we look at joy, as we look at rejoicing, Hebrews chapter 12 is such a, a beautiful portion of scripture. Verse 2 says, Looking unto Jesus, the author and the finisher of our faith, who, for the joy that was set before him, endured the cross, despising the shame, and is set down at the right hand of the throne of God. And I want to focus on that, who for the joy that was set before him. You know, we love a good war story, a good war romance. Those movies are always so beautiful. Watching a documentary, perhaps, of heroes and bravery. And, you know, we have a picture often of, especially in the olden days, without, you know, when we didn't have FaceTime or 100 pictures a day, where, you know, a man was being shipped off to war and he just had that one picture of maybe his fiance or his bride or his children. And so often, whether he's in, you know, a fighter jet or he's, you know, in his cot, he just has that picture there. And, you know, you, you have those scenes that are very emotional where perhaps he's, he's dying, he's giving his life, and that picture is set before him. And the Lord just reminded me that we were that picture. You my sister, were that picture that he put before him. And he said, I will endure that cross. I will despise the shame for her. 
You were that joy set before Jesus. And what have we done to deserve that? Ladies, I can tell you, you have done nothing to deserve that kind of love. He set us before him. And he said, I will die for her. I heard this quote recently. It says, if the cross tells us anything, it's that sin is really difficult to fix, even for God. Ladies, it wasn't a light payment. That joy, that, that cross that he endured, it was not light. It was not easy. It was not, you know, no big deal. It was heavy. It cost him. You know, I think about the fact that he's now a fleshly body for the rest of eternity. He laid down his authority in heaven. He laid all of that aside. And he put your picture there and he said, for her, I will endure this cross. There is no greater picture of the love of God than the cross. And I just have one more scripture to turn with you ladies, if you would. Matthew 13 Verse 44, here Jesus is giving um, analogies of the kingdom of heaven. And this one is really short. And if you don't focus in, you might miss it. Matthew 13, verse 44. It says, again, the kingdom of heaven is like treasure hidden in a field which a man found and hid and for joy over it. He goes and sells all that he has and buys that field. And Jesus is very specific in this parable. In this time, if you were to find a treasure in a field and you were to dig it up and take it out, it would automatically belong to the person that owned that field. You could not claim that treasure for yourself. And so he's very careful about how he words this. It's a treasure hidden in a field. We know if you look at verse 38, it says the field is the world. And it says for joy over it, he goes and sells all that he has and buys that field. The field is not necessarily what he wanted. He wanted the treasure. And yet he went out and he bought that field. You ladies are that treasure. And he um, claimed the whole world to his own at the chance that you would accept him, that you would reciprocate that love. It reminds me also of Boaz and Ruth. You know, we know Boaz was that kinsman redeemer and he had to redeem land. He had to pay for land to be in this role. But Boaz didn't need land. He didn't want land. He wanted Ruth. He wanted the bride. And so ladies, I just want to encourage you to remember to go back to that first love. Because we're not going to live for someone that we don't love. We won't live for him if we don't love him. If our hearts have grown cold, we won't want to sacrifice. He loved us so much. He set you before his eyes. And he said, she is worth it. That treasure in that whole field. I will buy the field in order to get to the treasure. And so um, that's really most of what I had to share with you, ladies, is that you would put before you the love of Jesus. You may be disillusioned right now in your walk. If you were here Wednesday, the teaching was so incredible, thinking about John the Baptist and how he was disillusioned. And he was thinking, you know, what did we wait for? Is it you or should we wait for somebody else? He was disillusioned in his walk. Perhaps you're holding bitterness. 
at a fellow believer, at a sister, at a husband, at children. Perhaps you are hard-hearted due to tough times and circumstances. Perhaps you don't understand why God is doing what he is doing. If he loved me so much, I I wouldn't be going through this. I need you ladies to remember that for the joy that was set before him. He put you there and he said, I will endure this cross. And whatever it is that we have for the rest of this weekend, tomorrow I know that you will be full to the brim with his word. You know, we're going to look at Esther. We're going to look at overcoming difficulties. But tonight, we're not going to be able to receive of that without first just sitting at his feet and understanding his love for us. We, how can we overcome difficulties? How can we overcome these trials? How can we even have the desire to if we don't first realize his love for us? And maybe you haven't sensed his love. Maybe reading the word has become dry to you or worship is just not as exciting as it once was. Just before I came up, the Lord reminded me, Isaiah 59, one through two, behold, the Lord's hand is not shortened that it cannot save, nor his ear heavy that it cannot hear, but your iniquities have separated you from your God. And so ladies, if there's an iniquity, maybe that he's putting his finger on right now, if there's a place in your life that he's saying it's this, this is why you don't sense my love anymore. This is why your heart is hard. I encourage you to give it to him. I'm going to ask the worship team to come up. I never get to say that. It's really fun. The worship, team is going to, <laughs> the worship team is going to come back up and lead us in a time of worship. We're going to be able to just sing to him, to cry out to him. If you came here ready to receive, well, then receive it. Allow the Lord's love to just wash over you. Again, thinking of those lyrics, let that love be so deep. It's almost more than you can even stand. Let it overwhelm you. Let him overwhelm you. But if you are in a place where you need to ask forgiveness, if you're in a place where your heart is hard or you're not wanting to be obedient or that temptation is just besetting you each and every time, um, I'm also going to ask the ladies that serve in ladies' ministry to come up. They'll be available for prayer. Because if, if that doesn't happen tonight, how can we receive of his word and, you know, charge forward tomorrow? We can't. We need to receive his love first and foremost. We need to hear from him. So if those ladies can come up, I'm going to pray. Um, please, if, if you need prayer, if you haven't sensed his love in a while, come up for prayer. Be encouraged. Sing to him like you've never sung before. Heavenly Father, we thank you, Lord. Lord, we thank you for this place. We thank you for this um, congregation of ladies, Lord. We thank you, Lord, that we are your glory and your joy. Lord, that you set us before your eyes. Lord, we were that treasure in the fields, Lord. Lord, forgive us, God, for falling into religiosity, Lord, for being so busy about serving you, Lord, that we forget you. We forget our walks with you. We forget the intimacy that you desire to share with us. Lord, we thank you that first and foremost, we are your daughters. Lord, when all else fades away, all of our titles are put away, we are just yours, Lord. I pray for anyone here perhaps that doesn't know you, perhaps has never sensed your love, has never sensed 
the worth that they have in you. I pray that today would be, tonight would be the night of salvation, God. I pray for our time tomorrow, Lord, that as we do business with you tonight, we would be ready and open, Lord, to receive your word, God. Lord, we know that many have had a hard week, Lord, a hard month, perhaps a hard year, Jesus. And you've seen it all. Lord, and although you can, you can answer any question we have, Lord, you ask us to just draw near to you now. Fill us with your spirit, Jesus. We love you. We thank you for this time. It's in your precious name that I pray. Amen. This has been Threads of Grace Bible Studies. For more resources, visit us online, godswayradio.com forward slash threads of grace and subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. We pray you are blessed as you listen.